Welcome to the goat work. Two men. Two weeks. And 200 kilometers across Corsica. Join me, Anthony David Adams. And me, Bowen Dwelly. Lifelong friends and adventure partners. As we set off on Europe's most difficult and most interesting long distance trekking route. The legendary GR20. With the goal of answering one burning question. Do we possess the perfect fitness that the GR20 is considered to require? Each episode covers one day of our journey through the incomparable mountain landscape of Corsica. With technical details, insights from the trail, surprise guests, emotional oversharing, and bread, more bread, and nothing but bread for breakfast, pretty much every day. We did the clown work. We've done the bus work. And now we're inviting you along for the goat work. We'll just we'll just roll in, you know, as like <clears throat> as we've been doing just to Yeah. Um Episode three. Is it the Cross Corsica Crotch Kitchen? Cross Corsica Crotch Kitchen, the GR twenty podcast. GR twenty podcast. <laughs> Season Epis- one. Season one, episode, episode three, three. Stage three. Stage three. The stages match up. That's that's convenient. Wound <laughs> all the time. Wound <laughs> all the time. Data, tell us. What's, what data is the date? With the data. What is the date, by the way? Uh, or the technical I, I breakdown. Know the date by, uh, 26th, by, yeah? Uh, May 26th. <laughs> okay. Uh, today we did the third stage, Refuge de Corazzo to Hout Asku. Uh, the time set for it was five hours and 45 minutes, a distance of 6.1 kilometers. An ascent of 890 meters, a descent of 667 meters. Uh, but we did a slight detour, uh, which was quite interesting. We met some Mufon. Oh, Mufon. Oh, yes, we saw so Mufon. We saw some uh, mountain sheep, like yes. big horns. And I think we, we took about six hours and 15 minutes. Although our time moving was under three hours. It yeah, just yeah. was three hours. Well, I get I my guess time. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So we took a lot. We took it very slow. We took a lot of rest. It was, yeah. you know, it's it's short. It's a short stage, but very steep. Very steep. Mm-hmm. We had a little rain in the morning. Oh yeah, that was quite inter- interesting. Coming up from uh, Karotsu in the gorge there. Yeah. With create With an some avalanche. slip and slide. Uh, we saw an a- heard an avalanche. Maybe saw yeah. some. Yeah. We, that was, I think it was fog, but we, we did have a rock pretty fall. Bi- pretty big avalanche sounding rock fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we heard the prayer for when that happens. You shout rock. You yeah. say rock. <laughs> That's the prayer. <laughs> the prayer. Yeah. When you hear a rock fall, you yell rock and then dive into the, <laughs> to the cliff. Rock. Dive <laughs> to the rock. Yeah, rock. Rock. Yeah. Let's protect the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, we did just, we just rolled right in. Well, let's, so. We're here um, with your host. Review your host. Yeah, your host Anthony David Adams, Bowen Dwelly, and Dave Ferrada. Data. Data. And uh, we have a guest. Special a guest. Today. Pablo. <laughs> Pablo Meras. Pablo Meras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, live from well, Mad- from Asturias, uh, Asturias from by Asturias. way of Madrid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Joining, joining the group today. Yeah, fantastic mm-hmm. to have you with us. <laughs> Huge addition to the group today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is when you say, good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not used to this. Yeah. Well, you're, you're not used to the 
Crotch Kitchen Podcast. <laughs> but Appreciate you're us. you're a cardiologist, 30, 34 years old. Is that yes. right? Yes, good. Um, yeah. Oh, we got to go around the room. So, okay. Well, Let's, just introducing our guests. We have right. time. We've got time to do introductions for us. <laughs> <laughs> we have 10 more episodes. Um, and you're expecting a... It's all right. Phone you want to take some calls? <laughs> take a call. We call her. Guest caller. Um, and you're expecting a child, your first child, uh, yes. a oh, boy. True. They didn't know, actually. I didn't know either. You've got to talk to your hiking partners. Yes. Um, <laughs> and in August, with your with your wife, correct? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That probably was the one probably. call. Probably. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. he was yeah. just born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I will call her back. Honey, where are you? <laughs> and this is great. And this, so this is like for you, um, kind of one of your last big getaways before being a, a kind of being a, a dad. Pilgrimage. Uh, yeah. Yes. And to say uh -huh. goodbye to my previous life. Yeah. <laughs> your single uh, life. I love that. <laughs> life of freedom. I will change to something maybe better. I don't know. Hmm. Different definitely sure. different. So yes. And have you so, done this before? The GR20? And not not the GR20. Yeah. But similar things. Yeah. I really like hiking. So this is like yes, like maybe the, the goodbye uh, hmm. hike uh, that I couldn't do with her. But yeah, like rite uh, of passage into fatherhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Beautiful. So, cool. so yeah. I thought that for the next maybe couple of years I will not be able to do this again. So mm. just, yeah. you're not going anywhere. To <laughs> your sense sense for sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so cool to have you here. It was so great to have uh, you on the hike today too. It's really um, great. Yeah. Thank you. And that and so it seems that we've got uh, we've got it, like four generations or four decades represented. Yeah, that's these. true. Because yeah. data I don't in his twenties. Twenty two. Yeah. How old are you? Forty one. 41, so yeah, 34. And I'm 50, 34, 41, 52. 52, yeah. Anyway, awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Gen X? Yeah, I'm still... Gen Z, I'm Gen Millennial. Gen X, Millennial. Uh, I think I'm Millennial. Also well. Millennial. You probably are... I'm Gen Z. He's definitely yeah. Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Doing all the TikTok dances on the mountains. <laughs> Oh, that's 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 great. And uh, well, you mm -hmm. mentioned pilgrimage. You know, that's a word I use too. I mean, before this yeah. trip, that I wanted to do a long, a long walk, and uh, and not the first one, but I've been wanting to do more of those. And I mm -hmm. kind of think of it in the same way that, I mean, it's interesting. Like why walking in particular is mm -hmm. tends why pilgrimages tend to be walks. Okay. Well. Everybody can walk. <laughs> it's it's cheap and simple, um, but I think there's something about walking actually also that it's like the speed of traveling is the, the like the most human speed, right? Mm -hmm. And it gives us time to process, of course, reflection and yeah, and arrive somewhere at a human pace. And with this environment, I think also likes connects you with nature and everything like it's easier to mm -hmm. to think and mm -hmm. yeah or not think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or not to think which is good as well just yeah. to give your let your mind blank <laughs> yeah just to do the go work you know or yeah yeah that's that's great to hear though that yeah you had a real intention coming here same i so mean well. i just bought a house back mm -hmm. home and that's a big 
a, bi a big, you know, a new will be a new chapter for yeah. me, certainly, you know, and so it was a good time to do, yeah, a pilgrimage, essentially, something to kind of mark a transition and uh, take some time away from, um, from there and then come back. Other changes mm. in your lives? <laughs> yeah, I'm switching uh, from doing bachelor's to master's. Right. That's or true. and maybe considering doing a gap year where I will work for companies. So that's a large change. <laughs> right, right. And uh, yeah, that's I think the major differences that are happening in my life. Yeah. The thing that really comes to mind is that my business has grown more in the last like year than maybe mm -hmm. in like last decade it was really a very big year for me and there's something about acclimating to that and having that become a new stage of my life because it all still feels very unpredictable and like very like my footing's not so sure like, you know there's still some sense of instability with it all and a lot of my intention for this trip was really to kind of gather insight and metaphor for that phase of my life But today when I was hiking, there was also a part of me that was like, you just, you don't even necessarily have to have this as like a conscious experience. Like there's certainly conscious things that I'm getting, but there was also an awareness that was just like, the experience itself was going to change you. And so then you don't even need to like worry about that. Like when you get back home, you're just going to see things in a different yeah, way. That's right. And so, yeah, there'll be cool insights or whatever, but it, um, I mean, interesting, really like a psychedelic, you know, psychedelic, my work with psychedelics, very similar to that. You know, sometimes people come in wanting a big crazy visual thing you know some deep insight which sometimes they get but sometimes they just get like laying on a couch kind of sleeping for a few hours and both of something those, emerges later perhaps. that's right it's yeah. like exactly what they needed so sure. it just changes yeah. something that then shows up later so very i mean there's a reason they call it a trip well that's so, also how the this uh, the mind works the this the yeah. unconscious the subconscious and the conscious you know things mm -hmm. emerge i think of it like like a bubble <clears throat> that grows from the unconscious and slowly rises up through the kind of semi-conscious, subconscious, and then emerges to the surface of awareness in consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jung, Carl Jung called the transcendental moment of like when something, when you become aware of something, mm -hmm. that's not when it happens, that's that's not even when it's true for the first time mm -hmm. it's just it's already been true mm. for a long time in fact it's just that you're finally becoming aware of it nice. and your conscious mind goes might, might say oh hey i just thought of this cool idea and it's mm. like well <laughs> actually you just noticed this thing that was beneath the surface for quite some time mm. and it's only just now you're seeing it emerge mm. That image mm. of the bubble is something that I, mm. I, I use a lot. It just helps me make sense of, like, yeah, perception, intuition. Well, speaking of the bubble, what came up for you guys today while you were hiking? The bubble, the bubble. Well, mm. yesterday we talked about wayfinding a little bit, or I mentioned wayfinding. Mm. And today I, like, <laughs> I, was, I, had, I was overconfident for a minute mm. there in my wayfinding. <laughs> And uh, experienced uh, hubris, you know, like I was, we we're going up towards this, <clears throat> well, towards the pass. Mm -hmm. I went off the trail a little bit, as I 
you know, sometimes do, is I just kind of feel to go, especially I, I like to travel on the rock, on the open mm. rock. And I can see the pass above me. <clears throat> so I'm thinking, there's the pass. I'm going up to the pass. It's very obvious. The pass is like <laughs> perfect U-shape. And uh, Dirk is above me, and he's standing there, and he's not moving, and he's like, I think the trail is over there. And I said, no, no, I guarantee you, I, I, I'll bet you $1,000. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. looking up at him in yeah. the passes above, right? Yeah. Right? Total hubris. And uh, I was wrong. And actually, Dirk, is, you've shown that you're, you know, for someone who's, especially not, who's not been in the mountains much, that you're... Your instincts are very, very good. It's striking. Like I've noticed Thanks. this over the past few days. Like your, your wayfinding, and just your instinct for like, am I in the right place, is pretty much spot on. It's it's impressive. Um, it's you know it just shows like a kind of a, a natural uh, inclination mm -hmm. in this direction. Well, that's a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Well, it's just something. Yeah. You know, I think it's something that's it's kind of a type of perception in a way, maybe that some people have a little bit more of or something like that, because it also just comes with experience. Um, but it also shows that how easily it, one can be deceived or turned around in the mountains and you mm -hmm. see what looks like the pass above you and you could head straight toward it and then discover like you're at the wrong pass mm -hmm. and that you've just climbed like... 500 meters in the wrong direction mm. you know if we didn't have gps and we were just <clears throat> mm -hmm. navigating like this so um and that's the benefit of well really perspectives and relationship to have other people that can be around yes. you just in general to be able to say totally you know well maybe you're getting this a little off you know it's not quite the direction that you want to go like you're saying you want to go here and, right but i don't think you're actually going in the direction you're saying you want to go in a way you know <laughs> Yeah, or that you think you're going, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, what you think is there is, is, is actually something else. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, totally. So so we we all agreed that I owe data like $1,000 a year. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> the beer's really expensive up here, so. <laughs> um, yeah. But then there was also, like, the whole question of of an alternate uh route there at when we did get to yeah. the real pass yeah so like starting last night even because i'm always looking at the map and i'm always considering is there some some alternate or some higher route or some peak we can go up or something like we did on stage two and i did see a trail indicated from the pass that actually it'd be interesting to look at from this direction too but um um, so we were talking about it all the way up there and like, was, is this might be possible, etc. And it's really quite hard to tell it for, first of all, it just shows how hard it is to tell from far away mm. or can be how hard it can be to <laughs> discern, you know, whether how, how passable something is in the mountains. Uh, and I'm always interested in like trying to go higher or whatever. So I was interested in doing this. Mm -hmm. um, but in the end, you know, it, it wasn't the right thing for the group to do that. And um, that became clear by way of our conversation there really at, you know, at the pass. Um, and um, um, 
Yeah, that was intense there were for me. A few pieces like, of that, yeah, that we could talk through. Well, I think that what what I noticed a couple things was that there were just for me there were so many like peak experiences um, on the way up there, like just climbing on the chains, like climbing in the rain, mm-hmm. and just being aware of what was kind of what was going on, like. I'm walking on this little two-inch ledge, and if I slip, there's this drop-off down the side of this thing, and I'm hanging on this chain. And so I was, for me, it was a very edge experience to be able to navigate through that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I also felt like you guys are very fast on the mountain, and so I felt at times like holding you back. I had a story in my head that, oh, I'm just slowing these guys down. They would love to be able to run through and do all these things. And... Um, it like brought up some of my own personal stuff. And so I was kind of just being like, you have to just like, if they're mad at you, like let them have their experience. You know, as I often do, I have to like deal with a paranoia of a reality that doesn't actually exist. That's like how I have to kind of deal with life sometimes until yeah, I can talk to the person. Story, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, Hey, I had this kind of story that like I was holding you guys back. And then I really started to get a little anxious about the whole experience. Mm. Um, Combined with what for me was really just like probably the most challenging thing I've done physically. Like, I mean, I've done Frisbee championships, marathons, whatever, but this just felt like such a challenge in terms of Mm. psychological and physical Mm. stuff. um, That, yeah, it was a a weird kind of weird moment. I didn't really know how to make that decision. And I do think that like, I was kind of just trusting in the group. Like, well, if we're gonna, I'll go whatever we're gonna do, but I was feeling uncomfortable making that decision. Um, Maybe in part because earlier, you guys did go off in a direction that was like, you know, it could be unknown. I felt like yeah. there's some unknownness or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And also yeah. I think that, I think that you're, I mean, I think you're very confident in your ability. Like, I think no problem. You would have run off and if you got lost or was the wrong thing, it'd be fine for you. And I was just in a moment of like, I don't know if I can take on all of that, you know? Yeah, no, that was, um, that beca- that's part of what became clear is, you know, that, and, and that's yeah. what I put in terms of, you know, if, if you're not at 80 plus percent, yeah, then the answer is no. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. if, if someone in the group, I mean, Dirk, you know, pointed or, you know, cited the often, you know, it's, it's like, it's a good philosophy, yeah. you know, like we all stick together. Hmm. I'm still like, well, maybe we can, I'm thinking my, to myself, like, well, maybe we can split the group. Hmm. And then, which in theory we could have. Okay, hmm. but then the question of how we would have how to, is, was yeah. there any way to split the group that would have made sense? Hmm. And the only way that would have made sense, see, I wouldn't have gone alone. Yeah. And the only person really that's experienced enough for me to go with would be Pablo. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't make sense for the two of us to take off and leave mm-hmm. you two guys. Yeah. Mm. You know, as like the two more experienced guys in the mountains leave, Mm. you know, and so then, so, so that moment Mm. I was like, okay, there's no way to split the group. Yeah. We all descend and that's the right decision. And then it's interesting because there was like a constructive discussion with that. And then I think we made the correct choice for the group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I felt, I mean, I felt good. I mean, I felt disappointed like for for you in a way because I knew you really wanted to go go do that and then kind of as soon as we got down a fourth of that descent I was like oh this is actually super it wasn't what it was yesterday yesterday was so challenging for me it was like such a difficult I was like holy fuck I'm gonna die like I have to just one step like exhausted get to the thing 
And then we were going down and it was just like, oh, this is actually not that challenging at all. Like, mm. it, but it, maybe because of just the experience yesterday and beginning to sleep or whatever. Yeah, and so then part of me was like, well, I wonder if we could have done this thing. Mm. Um, but I guess I, I would have rather had that experience than like yeah. start going and then all of a sudden like it's just, you know, right. just some crazy yeah, thing. Because exactly. like, I think, I thought about this, like my goal for this is to like, complete this GR20 and like survive. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like that's basically, I want to complete the GR20 well, and survive without you major have injury. To complicate it further. Yeah. <laughs> For me, and I think that yeah. like, but that's like, so that's going to ultimately be probably like a baseline. I mean, I know you, you guys have- well, survive and enjoy, you know, you're like- enjoy I'm happy you. to just survive, like enjoy, I'm even just happy to survive it and have- <laughs> If I, you like, survive, you will find joy yes, in Yes, yes, because I can, I'm, I'm like, I can always, yeah, jo- enjoyment is like I can always dip into crazy experiences for that. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping for joy, but okay, I'm well, you know, yeah. but I'm optimizing for survival and like to complete the thing. Yeah. Um, but and I think that with you, I think you're so experienced with this that there's other like you're you're not just you're like whatever I'm gonna do it. I think that there's like you're interested in pushing it to, like you said, it's like, well, it's not enough to just do the hardest. What did you say? You're like, no, no, I was joking. It, I know you were joking, but yeah. there's also kind of truth to it. Cause that is sort of your perspective, <laughs> which is great. Um, it's not that I'm trying to make it harder. It's just that my, I'm just now na- I'm like inclined it. by way yeah. of my experience yeah. Yeah. to right, of explore the mountains. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you know, if I see, you know, a part of it again, it comes back to wayfinding and like knowing how to read the mountains and a map. And when you're in the mountains, you're constantly looking at the map and, and at your surroundings. And if you see, I mean, Pablo and I were joking about this after that moment. And we were both like, because we both said the same thing to each other the night before. Mm. So we were looking at the map. I'm looking at the map and I can see a better line. Yeah. <laughs> like a better line than the GR20. Yeah. Now, that makes sense because the GR20 is not designed to be the best line from a climber's point of view or a hiker's point of view. The best line, you know, is to follow the highest line and the most efficient line between the points. Mm-hmm. The GR20 is designed to be possible for, you know, yes. uh, people like of a reasonable fitness and also so- provide some degree of safety so that you're not on the highest fucking ridge, mm. you know, all the time. Yeah, for 100 right? miles. Right. It's just not possible, yeah, to design like a public trail where you're going to be anyway so that's my inclination is like i see a better line you know i want to check it out Mm -hmm. and um um but uh yeah it's not always the best choice and and there's always lots of choices you know when you're in the in the mountains you have to decide all the time about Mm. well what are we doing with the group the time the you know how are we feeling uh, you know uh, based Mm. on everything the weather Mm. etc um, it was, I felt really great. Pablo, I mentioned this to you, like just when we walked together, like uh, I yeah. felt such, it was like so relaxing. Cause there were some moments where I was kind of, you know, trying to catch up or whatever. And then I think when you dropped in with me and you're actually behind me, I was like, oh, I felt, so, I just like relaxed. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and then I was actually able to see better. And I think I actually probably went faster in a way, which I just probably. thought was interesting, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. Um, you're good about that. Pablo, you, you. Like slow down to others' yeah. pace, and I also was just Thank like, you. you did this thing earlier, like when when these two went off to chase the ram, or like the sheep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had to we had to go back down to get on the trail. Um, 
you did this like surfing thing like on the rocks you know what I'm talking about where you kind of just like jumped into this like stream of like loose gravel and just like uh, well, floated yeah. down like a chunk it looked like you were like doing skateboarding tricks <laughs> I was just we like did that or okay, I did that yeah, yesterday but that's because, too yeah because when there is like a lot of rocks maybe like the easiest yeah. way you can to glissade. go down is just like to slide uh, well I was very impressed with, like what, I ski, with what I saw ski. you do it was like very yeah, it was beautiful. I don't know. It was like, I was very in awe of just like, you're just like jumping into this thing and just like, like going down with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. We did, I don't know, again, yeah, some of that a little bit yesterday coming down from uh, Leather Leather Channel. Yeah, I, I mean, I was sliding in it too on the yeah. way. I, I, I got that, but there was a way that you did this thing that was just like, <laughs> see, yeah. you like jumped out, just like jumped into this thing. It was like, <laughs> and just, yeah. it was. That was not the best part, but sometimes you have like these like big, big uh, field of scree. Fields it's of called an yeah, exactly, scree. Yeah. You can um, ski. And it is you an can easy way ski to go down a scree yeah. field like yeah. that. You can. You really can go down like in yeah. seconds, yeah. and you do like yeah. two hundred meters without effort because you. Even you can you ski. You have to like do less effort. I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. You spend That's less energy. Nice yeah. move, yeah. It's like fun, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel really grateful basically feeling like the least experienced or whatever like on this mountain with you guys because I feel like I'm learning so much, you know? I think the, 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 the alternate of feeling like I'm holding people back at times, I'm like, I also just feel like I'm here with a lot of competent climbers that are doing, and hikers that are doing cool things. So it's been awesome in that regard. Yeah. I think, I I think probably we are all learning from the others. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, in different that's interesting, yes. different ways. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, we have a. Qu I mean, Dirk has a question. Yeah, <laughs> I had a. Yesterday oh, we had no, a no, question no. of the day. We, yeah, he was okay. assigned to come up with a question of the day oh, for yesterday. We didn't okay. do it. Come on. So yeah. maybe we do two today. I don't know. I mean, we'll I yeah, do we'll, one. I did. I did think of only one. Okay. Well, I you. Kept, well, it was. I gave a hint. It was a light question. Did you figure out what I was going to ask? No, I know. You did tell me that, and I thought about it, and I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Well, I thought, like, if there would be one item, like, weightless, what would you bring? Oh. <laughs> for each person. Oh, like, a weightless item. Yeah, wait, maybe also dimensionless, I thought, but then... <laughs> one weightless item. We'll have to edit out the pause. If we <laughs> will. Yeah, right, it's like... Um, one... Would they... Yeah... Oh, just like Chipotle. Lots of Chipotle <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> vegan burrito bowls. Okay. Right, like right, a right. Like a 13-day supply of Chipotle <laughs> vegan burrito bowls in a fridge. Like a fridge full of all the food that I want. All right. All That's right. what I would for sure. Okay. Just float that around. I get a little helium balloon so I can just float it above me. Yeah. So a burrito drone, which is a burrito a drone. known concept. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Burrito for drone. sure. That's a good suggestion, I think. Yeah, the joy of thinking about a Chipotle burrito right now is just <laughs> wow. excellent. So, yeah. Weightless. I don't know. I was, because the question I was thinking of for today was like, which is related. Maybe it's all the same question. Is like, are you carrying anything that you don't, you know, what's in your bag? Or like, are you carrying anything that you don't need? Or are you missing anything, essentially, that yeah. you wish you had? And, well, anyway, what would be weightless? fucking crampons you know it's just like this metal fucking spikes yeah. in my bag you know okay, yeah. um water <laughs> i mean <laughs> water but what yeah. you know there is there is some water we're able to collect some of that 
I, I don't, I'm not. Did, did you have an answer for that? Yeah, I thought like a good coffee machine because I really, yes. really hate this deca these instant, uh, coffee. instant coffee that they give. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I, I was thought about. Nice. I also thought about like saying my tent because it's quite heavy right. or the water, but I thought like, yeah, that's not much. Uh, yeah. It's true, but I thought a coffee machine would be better. Like a I nice gotta bring that big one too, yeah. and with someone operating it, yeah. like <laughs> maybe some main operator exactly <laughs> with the barista. Yeah. yeah, I like but, that. But also like a device that can record, document, and prove to other people that like weightlessness somehow exists. Like that would also be important <laughs> for the species on the species yeah. level. Yeah. Now, now you're using the genie and the you're one of I'm your just, three wishes to wish for more wishes. I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, if we're, like, okay, I, yeah, if weightlessness it. exists, we should be documenting this for other people yeah. in some way. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I, I wish for a weightless genie bottle when I that when rubbed grants three <laughs> more that's wishes. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> a weightless uh, genie. Yeah. 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 A weightless black hole that I can teleport shit through. <laughs> Just reach back into my apartment and grab what I need. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you have one? Did you say anything? Uh, I think there are so many things I don't have that <laughs> where to start. Yeah, because you're, you're hiking with like a fanny pack. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Papa just has like... I don't know what he has in there because not hiking, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, hikes yeah, with exactly. a bag that's like half the size of what I take for like a day hike. It's basically so I, yeah. <laughs> I could ask for it's like, wait, hiking poles. Uh, I could ask poles. for so many things. I don't mm -hmm. know. Right? <laughs> so what do you not have? Like poles? I don't have poles. Okay, not uh, super, not totally necessary, obviously. I don't have almost anything. I would have brought up maybe a book or, mm -hmm. or something to... You have your phone. Oh, yeah. You just have water, basically. I saw you having a water. snack, you had like an almond or something. I have like really, really <laughs> little like, snacks, like yeah. half an almond. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> I have only bars yeah. and nuts. Yeah, right. I have some bread for it But tomorrow. it's true that I don't need more because actually I could be buying every day exactly. here. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I, I brought like, I don't know, like maybe 15 or 20 bars and I have eaten two or three. Oh, so you're carrying... I so still... your whole bag is only bars. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like just like small. Because... Um, my pack it's like it's pretty heavy this pretty trip heavy. yeah and i i am carrying like i have a pair of shoes like running shoes yeah. and a pair of flip-flops okay the shoes are extra but i'm glad i have them uh yeah. i don't mind carrying them and i'm just, carrying like a big battery for my phone yeah. and uh i brought the like the mini one i just gave priority to a yeah warm clothes yeah. that I think I have. Uh, Same. Well, like these back, pants are extra, you know. Yeah. Waterproof clothes. We could do a whole episode on equipment. We, we could. We could, you know, empty <laughs> yeah, the packs. Spread them out. Compare everything. <laughs> we're going to need content. I mean, we're, only, we're episode three right now, yeah. so we're going to need some No, in this case, content. for example, I always, I always go hiking with uh, many other things, but yeah. in this case, I, did, I just didn't uh, want to... I mean, I, I was flying only with my hand right. luggage. Yeah. So I eliminated some things that could have been useful. For example, I would never go without a knife. And, yeah. I, and I'm going without a knife because yeah. oh, yeah. uh, I didn't want to put it in the airplane. And also yeah. because I thought with, I have food, I have 
breakfast, yeah. dinner, everything. So maybe I'm yeah. not going to need it really. Yeah. But I it bought is a knife here in person. Yeah. Also, know. I can I can have the I could have done that as well. Yeah. Right. I left my knife buried inside a planter pod at the airport. I was like, uh, I was gonna really? keep. Yeah, but I was gonna try to bring it in my first aid kit, and I was like, that might they'll stop me in the house. Yeah. So I just dug a hole. Uh, like, oh, you can take it back. Well, it's buried. It's buried inside a pod inside the airport in Albuquerque. So okay. at some point I'll you go. Take when I go back, I'll see yeah, if it's still in there. Right. Yeah, yeah that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Definitely carrying some eggs. Like, you probably don't have a towel. I have a towel. He has a towel. How the fuck do you have a towel? A small one. Like, just, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like a <laughs> 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 like, Sorry, it's, it's in the, yeah. it's in the room. <laughs> I don't know. It's mm. somehow, yeah, a lot, a lot less stuff. <laughs> That's mm. cool. Um, Highlights of the day. I mean, that rain piece to me, yeah. that first piece was just so crazy. It just felt so beautiful and so surreal and so dramatic and also just yeah. like really kind of gnarly dangerous. It mm-hmm. felt that way, at least not knowing what the, my shoes are going to do on the wet rocks. Hadn't, you know, it was the first time mm. it rained. And I said that I wanted to have a rain experience. And as soon as we got on stuff on the first rock, I was like, what the fuck? I guess what this is, is what you've got what you asked for here. And this is it. Right. That bridge was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, the bridge. I thought the surroundings indeed with the rain were very uh, yeah. different from what you yeah, had, yeah, like yeah. the mist and uh, everything being like shiny. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a totally different uh, It was good to have both parts. Yeah. I liked, I liked it. I would have it uh, the same way again. Yeah. Because we also didn't fall, so like yes, maybe one do, would have slipped and yeah. and uh, hurt his knee, and uh, I would yeah. wish for something different. But mm-hmm. yeah, and we found those mountain chives. Did some wild harvesting. Oh of chives. yeah, that was Anthony spotted the wild chives, and uh, that was picked a bunch real of those. tasty. That was nice. And we did see three mouflon, three mountain sheep, which are considered quite rare. You know, hmm. r- rare to see them. And Dirk spotted those on our little detour. Yeah, it was nice. So that paid off. I was happy for the detour. <laughs> yeah, so that was super cool. And yeah, I mean, the rain for me, that was a highlight too, just, just to see the, the weather in action in that gorge there as we were coming up. Mm. And that gorge itself is just so dramatic. It's incredible. It goes all the way from this pass, which I, I don't know the name of, all the way down past the refuge past the um, Albergue de la Forêt, there's a jeet down there below in the valley, mm. and then down to the to the coast, to the mm. little city of Porto, or Porto, and uh, that was pretty amazing to see that mm-hmm. emerge from the, mm. the clouds when, yeah. as the rain cleared, and then we came out up above, and the views of uh, Monte Cinto, and... Um, uh, Palla Orba, the big black peak to the south. Incredible. Incredible. I like what you said about trying to navigate it, like the spots with the chains as if the chains weren't there. That was helpful. Mm. Yeah. And, just, and then you tried to do it. I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Like, I mean, there was, there was a certain couple spots where I was like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be yeah. stupid about it, but like, I'm definitely going to just try not to you know yeah, like cool. if there's an opportunity to train mm-hmm. and learn a bit more about what i'm doing that's yeah. you know 20 percent outside my comfort zone or something that seems important mm-hmm. to be able to do um yeah and just giving me something to focus on has been helpful like different focal mm-hmm. points mm-hmm. yeah i tried to 
do a little more guiding today in, in yeah. certain ways, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because the chains aren't there, you know, for you to, like, well, people do. They hang on the chains. But mm-hmm. then you're not walking or climbing in the way that you would normally, actually. Exactly. So you're not yeah, you learning. you just relay on the such chain. A, and, yeah. And you don't even look at when you're, where you're it, putting your foot. Exactly. Your feet, so. There's, like, I mean, I did have a lot of these kind of unit of experiences of just, you know, really feeling a sense of oneness. Like just having to kind of trust that like when you put your hand in a place, like there is going to be something there for you to hold. Like there's a Mm -hmm. loss Mm -hmm. of sense of self between yourself and the mountain or yourself and the rock. Hmm. And that was a beautiful, and yeah, when I focused on not using the chains, it was like this remembering that there is like a path here. Like there is a way to get through this without this thing. It's a mm-hmm. it's a guide or whatever. In space. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, like somebody like a lot of people climbed through there before they put the chains. Yeah. Up, yeah. You know. And it was nice. It was like great. Oh, someone made this decision to put these here. That was nice of them. Like what a gesture. But also <laughs> right. like people. Yeah. Navigated through this yeah. without without them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's up for tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we're going to do the fourth stage. Stage four. And yeah. we were quite. I wouldn't say worried, but it's going to be the most interesting stage for now, I think, because of the, we might use some crampons. It'll be, uh, I think, the longest stage we have done so far, in at least in terms of time. Mm. And especially since we will try and summit Mont Cinto, Mont <laughs> Cinto. Yep. Yeah, I'm li- really looking forward to it. I think it'll be a, a very cool day. I hope to be standing on top of that mountain right there. <laughs> yeah, having a having a picnic lunch. We got yeah. bread, we got salami, we got some we copa, we sure. got some cheese, we got all kinds of things. And uh, we, well, there's going to be a bunch of other people. So, you know, yeah. we've looked at the route. Um, the, uh, yeah, I understand. It's cause what did we figure out? It is about 12, 13, 14, 100 feet of uh, yes. meters of climbing. Meters, yes. mm-hmm. Which is actually a little bit, let's just say it's about the same as we did the first day. About yeah. 1,500 meters of climbing. Um, there'll be some snow to climb up to the pass. Mm-hmm. And then from the pass, what we've heard from several people is that there's no snow from there to the summit, which is super cool. Yeah. And um, and then I also heard some guys in French talking about the Tijetu Refuge and how it's kind of ruined. Uh, really? Operational, but ruined. <laughs> oh, and, and but the food is good, so okay. it's like, well, <laughs> then okay, I might. we'll, we'll just work. see. <laughs> yeah, it'll work. And um, uh, oh yeah, what about the the morning? I figured like we want to leave a little earlier. Yeah. Breakfast starts at six. Maybe we just pack up, yeah. be ready, have breakfast at six, essentially, and. Like, for now, I, I packed up my tent after the breakfast, and I will do it before. Before, And I'm yeah. going to break, have my own breakfast, which I still have, so it might save me some time. Yeah. Just so wake up at, like, 5.45 or something, I think. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll just leave after breakfast. Yeah. We'll be good. Before 7. Okay. Yeah. If it, if it were up to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll leave 6.30 yeah. or 6.30, 6.45. Okay, 6:30, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the weather forecast is looks... It's quite good. Tomorrow. Better oh. than today. Yeah, because, yeah, the rain that we had this morning was forecast. Mm-hmm. At least it shows in so. the forecast yeah. now. Maybe they revised the <laughs> forecast afterwards, but... <laughs> He's a little bastard. Um, so, uh, 
There you go. Cross Corsica, Crotch Kitchen. Episode three in the bag. Talk to you guys tomorrow. All right. (laughs) Join us tomorrow as we continue along the GR20. One step closer to becoming the goats that we came here to be.